האם זה באמת סגולה בדוקה? הסגולה ללמוד בזה? ערב טוב וגוד איבנינג אבריוואן, אנחנו נמצאים בזרע שימשון על פרשה שופטים, אנחנו נמצאים אוס דלד, סקשן נאמבר 4, לפני שנתחיל אנחנו נתחיל לראות כמה פסוקים. הפסוקים מגיעים מפרשה שופטים, פרק י"ח, בגינינג עם פסוק י', פרק י"ח, פסוק י', ופה התורה ארטיקולטת הפרוהיבישן, או אפילו שבעה פרוהיבישן, against uh, participating in any kind of sorcery or divination or witchcraft. And here it goes. There should not be found amongst the Jewish people anyone who passes over his son or daughter into fire. Someone who uh, is a, uh, is a uh, diviner or practices divination. Someone who's an astrologer, someone who is a sorcerer, and someone who practices witchcraft. So those things should not be practiced. The next Pasuk, Pasuk Yodalev, and an animal charmer, and someone who uh, is involved in the practice of consulting Ov and Yidoni, which was a type of sorcery, and a person who consults the souls of the dead. This is Pasuk Yud Beis, because it is abomination for Hashem, someone who does any of these things, this is considered a to'eva, an abomination by Hashem. And because of the practice of these abominations, Hashem Elokecha Morish Osam Miponecha, Hashem your God is going to uh, chase out and allow you to inherit the land of Eretz Canaan, because though the people living in Eretz Canaan practice these abominations of sorcery and witchcraft, etc. Tomim, this is Pasuk Yud Gimel, Tomim Tiyeh Im Hashem Elokecha, you should be wholehearted and sincere with Hashem your God. So be Tomim and have complete bitachon only in Hashem, and don't be involved in any of these other practices which are considered to'eva, which are considered to'evos, abominations by Hashem. So, the, uh, so in Parsha Shoftim we have, and other places in the Torah as well, but we have a very clear statement and articulation of, uh, of these prohibitions of being involved in any kind of sorcery or witchcraft, etc. So the Zerah Shimshon says, he starts with a quote from the Yalkut Shimoni. Medrash Yalkut, the Medrash Yalkut Shimoni, this is on a, uh, a Pusik in Yeshaya. Al Pasuk on a Pasuk in Yeshaya, Va'atem Eidai, it says, and you are my witnesses, Neum Hashem, says Hashem, Ve'ani El, and I am God, and I am Kel. So that's what the Pasuk states. Now the Medrash Yalkut Shimoni comments, Kesha'atem Eidai, when you are my witnesses, Ani Kel, then I am God, and when you are not my witnesses, it is as if it is as, as if I am not God. Until here is the quote from the Yalkut Shimoni. So basically the Yalkut Shimoni uh, is stating something very striking and, and one might even say uh, very strange because we know that no matter what any people, any person or people do or think or however they might act or behave, or even in the absence of all people, uh, Hashem is Hashem. Hashem uh, 
uh, exist and Hashem's existence is, is of course not dependent upon anything else. Uh, however, here it's the the the, the Shimoni based on the pasuk and and Yeshaya uh, makes it seem that Hashem being being considered kale, being considered God, is dependent in some way on the Jewish people testifying to Hashem's existence. So that's uh, certainly very striking, remarkable, and uh, and even a strange statement. So the Zera Shimshon is going to explain that statement. Next paragraph. Betam beor near Elomar. An explanation behind this medrash piece, this piece of medrash, the Yalkut Shimoni, it appears that we can say, Shekeshi Yisrael Zakayim, when the Jewish people are meritorious, when the when Bnei Yisrael, when Klal Yisrael is acting in such a way of bringing them merit, that means believing in Hashem appropriately and following Hashem's mitzvahs appropriately. They have no need to fear. Not from uh, not from uh, sorcerers and not from diviners and not from uh, witchcraft of any kind. as the pasuk says, There is no uh, sorcery and there is no divination amongst B'nai Yisrael. And the Zerah Shimshon is using that Pusik to say, not only do the Jewish people not practice those things, but the Pusik is saying the Jewish people have no need to fear those things. When we do, when we act the way we're supposed to act and believe the way we're supposed to be, believe, we have no need to fear any kind of sorcery or witchcraft, etc. And this coincides with a statement by Chazal in, Perik, in, uh, in, uh, in the first parak of Mesech the Chulet. And here, the, it's important to know, in order to understand this Gemara, as we'll see in a moment, that this statement that the Zer Shimshon brings was stated by Rebbe Hanina. And you'll see why that's relevant in a, mo- in a moment. So Rebbe Hanina said, Ein od milvado, when the Pasuk says there is nothing else in the world except Hashem, so Rabbi Hanina comments, that means to teach us a filu Even witchcraft, even witchcraft and sorcery has no, uh, no power in the world, no existence in the world uh, outside of Hashem. It can't, it can't, the witchcraft and sorcery cannot operate in the world outside of Hashem's uh, rutzon, outside of Hashem's will. So the Gemara says, any. Is that so? Rabbi Yochanan didn't Rabbi Yochanan say, Lama Nikra Shmam Kishafim? Why are these acts of sorcery and witchcraft called by the word Kishafim or Kishuf? Because they have the power to contradict the legion of above, the legion of, of Shemaim, the Bezdin Shemala, so to speak. So the Gemara is saying, on the one hand, Rabbi Hanina is sta- stating that all of the witchcraft and sorcery, et cetera, in the world cannot accomplish anything outside of what Hashem wants to happen. But then the Gemara brings Rabbi Yochanan's statement, which says that the very word kishuf is, uh, is meant to imply, is meant to state that sor- the power of sorcery and witchcraft, mechachashim, it contradicts pamalyo shamala, the Bezdin, the legion and the Bezdin uh, of above. So, so it would appear that that's a two contradictory statements. So the Gemara answers, shiny Rebbe Hanina, 
Rebbe Hanina is different because he had tremendous merits, he had tremendous chus. So what the Gemara is saying is that for people like Rebbe Hanina, who had tremendous, tremendous tevekas, closeness and connection to Hashem, and were constantly dedicated and involved with Avodas Hashem, studying Torah and learn and and uh, and, and 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 serving Hashem and keeping the mitzvahs, for a person like that, kishuf sorcery has no power and 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 cannot harm such a person in any way. However, for people who do not have that level of schus, that level of merit, and that level of connection to Hashem and commitment to constantly being involved in Avodas Hashem, then Rabbi Yochanan's statement comes into play, which is that Kishuf, sorcery, and witchcraft do have uh, a power. Nimtza, so we find from this Gemar and Chulin, Kish Yisrael, Yesh Lahem Zuchus Harbei, when Bnei Yisrael has a lot of Zuchus and merit. Hakshof Emein Lahem Koach, sorcery has no power. V'nikar She'en Od Milvado, and then the Pasuk of there is no power in the world except Hashem becomes recognizable. Everyone is cognizant, it's clear to everyone that there's no power in the world outside of Hashem. Uvar minan, and it should be far from us, such a situation, that Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael doesn't have merit, az then, that's what Rabbi Yochanan is talking about when he says that the very word kishofim means that sorcery can have power and, and appear to operate even outside of the Bezdin Shalmala, outside of the control of Shemai. And this is what the Medrash Yalkut Shimoni meant when it said, when B'nai Yisrael, when you are my witnesses, you're acting appropriately in the way you act, in the way you trust in Hashem, demonstrates to everyone that you believe in Hashem, you're my witnesses, then I am God. Then my power appears complete to everyone. And, uh, and even the powers of sorcery and witchcraft uh, clearly are powerless against those who believe in me and, and, and serve me. Next paragraph. V'hatam al and the reason for this, the reason for this connection as to why only uh, when B'nai Yisrael has the zechus and the connection to Hashem, uh, sorcery has no power. However, when God forbid that's not the case, sorcery uh, uh, has a, a certain type of power, a certain amount of power. The reason for this, this is the bottom paragraph in the first column, Lefi, it's because shekol atzmam shel hamekatrigim v'haklipos, all of the essence of the powers which accuse Klal Yisrael, the powers which are uh, form array themselves against B'nai Yisrael, the haklipos and all of the external forces that are not part of the true Kedusha of the world, ein lohem achiza, they have no grasp on existence, they have no hold on existence, rak be'achore ha only from the back, of holiness from the rear side of holiness and we'll talk more about that but they have no grasp to the front of holiness to the front of the source of kedusha meaning and when b'nei yisrael when klal yisrael is doing the will of hashem they are supervised in there, and what happens to them is controlled 
from the front side of Kedusha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Uchasiv, and this is reflected in a Pasuk in Mishle, Bo'or Pene Melech, in the light from the front or the face of the king, Chaim, there is life. Meaning, the king, of course, is a reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Real life and real existence comes from being and clinging to the light that exists in the front of Hashem. And when Klai Yisrael is in that situation, they have nothing to fear from sorcery of any kind. Because sorcery and witchcraft and all of the dark powers have no authority, have no power to come close to anything that is, is, is described as being uh, on the front side of Kedusha, the front side of holiness, the front side of Hashem. So let's pause here for a moment. It's obvious that we're dealing with esoteric ideas that are not intended to be understood literally, because of course we know that Hashem has no physical form, Hashem has no front and no back. However, uh, we sometimes refer to uh, the front uh, and the back in terms of Hashem. And so here the Zerashim is employing that language and he's saying that, the, that everything in the world, everything that exists in the universe can only exist uh, if it was created by Hashem and it only maintains its, its existence if it is connected to uh, that creative power that comes from Hashem. However, some things are connected to the front side of Hashem, so to speak, and those things are viewed as uh, connecting to the light of Hashem and the positive side of Hashem's creative power, so to speak. Other things exist uh, because, and because they are connected to Hashem, but they're connected to the backside, the rear side, so to speak, of Hashem's uh, creative force and power. So when B'nai Yisrael can legitimately behaves appropriately and therefore legitimately is viewed as getting its existence and existing in the universe because of the front part of Hashem, the positive creative forces of Hashem, uh, then we have nothing to fear from those powers, those dark forces of sorcery, kishuf, and, and witchcraft, because they only exist, they only have any claim to existence uh, from the rear side of Hashem's uh, constructive uh, force. However, God forbid, if Klal Yisrael is not behaving appropriately, then it, it, it might be said that they are uh, in some ways connected, or they in, are in some ways uh, relegated to the power of the rear side of Hashem. And that is where the Kishuf, the witchcraft, and the sorcery uh, also gets its power, and therefore they can negatively impact uh, members of B'nai Yisrael. Vizehu, next paragraph, Vizehu she'omer HaKadosh Baruch And this helps us understand what Hashem said to Avraham all the way back in Sefer Bereshis. His halech lefonai veheye samim. Walk before me, walk in front of me, and be wholehearted, be sincere. Because Hashem was saying to Avram, someone who trusts in Hashem, and does not pay any attention 
to any kind of sorcery or divination or astrology, nikra samim, that person is called wholehearted. That person is, is there, that person's connection to Hashem is connected to the front side. His halech lefonai, walk in front of me, Hashem says, by believing only in me and serving only me. Kedirsiv, as the Pasuk says, and this is a Pasuk from our Parsha of Shoftim that we read uh, in the beginning. You should be wholehearted with Hashem, your God. And the next Pasuk after that states, the, These nations, meaning the nations of Eretz Canaan, they listen to astrologers and uh, and and uh, people who practice divination, and you are not like this. You, Klal Yisrael, uh, should not be like this. In Cain, if so, therefore, Hashem said to Avram, when you walk in front of me, and this applies to every member of B'nai Yisrael through all the generations, when you walk in front of me, Hashem says, and you merit to derive benefit uh, from the light of the that comes from, emanates from the front of Hashem's existence, so to speak, then you will certainly be considered wholehearted, shalotira, and therefore you will not have to fear mishum nachash mishum kishu from any kind of sorcery and any kind of witchcraft. Vizehu Sha'omar Rebbe Akiva. And this is connected to the statement that Rabbi Akiva made in Mesech de Yuma. Ashrechem Yisroel, lifnei mi atem mitaharim. Fortunate are you, b'nei Yisroel, chal Yisroel, because in front of who, in front of whom are you purified? Sha'atem zochim l'or ha'ponim. Why did Rabbi Akiva use this language of in front of who? You're fortunate, b'nei Yisroel, because in front of whom are you purified? You are, it means it's a reference to B'nai Yisrael meriting or haponim, the front, the constructive power being connected to the, the, uh, the life force of the front of Hashem. And we see this further reflected in a statement in Mesech the Shabbos and Perak Habone, Amrinun, the Chazal say, Kuf, the letter Kuf in the Hebrew alphabet, Kadosh, stands for Kedusha. Reish, the next letter in the Hebrew alphabet, Russia, it represents or it stands for a wicked person. My taima mahader ape dukuf me reish. What's the reason that in the Hebrew alphabet the letter kuf is facing away, facing away from the reish? Picture a kuf and then a reish. So the kuf is facing to your right as you look at the letters, and the resh is facing to the left as you look at those two letters. So Chazal say, why are they facing away from each other? Why is the kuf facing away from the resh? Omar HaKadosh Baruch it's because Hashem says, Ein ani barasha. I am not able to even look at, the, at a Russia, at a wicked person. So the letter kuf, which represents Kedusha, which, of course, Kedusha, the ultimate source of Kedusha is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, has to face away from the Resh, which is a letter that, is, uh, that can uh, indicate or symbolize the powers of Rishus, the powers of 
wickedness and people who behave in a wicked way. And so Hashem says the letter Kuv has to face away from the Russia. And this can actually be found in Halacha. It's brought down that a person who is ever compelled to deal with a truly wicked individual should not look at that person's face, should not gaze and look at that person's face. The per you should look down or you should look away um, and not look directly at a person if that person is truly to be considered, truly can be considered and classified as a Russia. Uh, this is a good stopping point. We're going to do one more paragraph just so we can get a taste of the uh, second half, what the, the, the topics that the Zer Shimshon discusses in the second half of this piece, uh, which we're not going to be able to do uh, completely. But just to pause here for a moment before we take a look, kind of a peek into the, into the second half of this section, Dalid, let's pause here to talk about the fact that the Zer Shimshon uh, opened with a small comment in the Yalkut Shimoni, uh, seeming to say that when the Jewish people testify about Hashem, then Hashem's existence is clear. But when the Jewish people, God forbid, don't testify about Hashem, their actions don't reflect the existence of Hashem, uh, then it's as if God is not, God's existence is not clear in the world. And so the Zer Shimshon uh, discussed the fact that uh, for Klal Yisrael, it's essential, it's vital in terms of the Jewish people fulfilling their role in the world, that they are always uh, connected to Hashem and conducting themselves in such a way that they are completely and totally connected to the, what the Zer Shimshon referred to as the front of Hashem, as the area of Hashem that is viewed as his positive constructive powers, and that we are far, far away from the rear side of Hashem, which also brings, has, has killed total constructive power. Uh, and many things in the world exist based on their connection to the rear side of Hashem. But Klai Yisrael has to conduct itself in such a way that we're only connected to the front. And in such a case, we not only testify, uh, we testify to Hashem's existence, and then we also completely uh, overcome, so to speak, and dominate over the powers, the dark powers of witchcraft and sorcery in the world. And this means everyone can recognize the existence of Hashem. And the Zer Shimshon went on to uh, connect that to uh, the Gemar Masech de Hulin uh, about, about witchcraft and how it works and when it has power and when it doesn't have power. It doesn't have power at all vis-a-vis uh, -vis people like Rabbi Hanina who have tremendous zuchuyos because of their constant connection to Hashem and their constant avodas Hashem. And then the Zer Shimshon also connected, uh, explained to us the Pasuk about Avram Avinu in which Hashem said, his walk in front of me, be, in, be connected always to the, pow the, the power, the side of the front side of Hashem and then Nikra, then Tumim, then you'll be considered a Tumim who has nothing to fear from any of the dark powers uh, of witchcraft and sorcery, etc. And we see this also reflected in the letter Kuf facing away from the letter B. So now let's take a look at uh, the next paragraph. V'ho'il de'osel and since we have, it has come to our hand to mention uh, this teaching of Rabbi Yekiva and Masech the Yoma that was just mentioned by the Zerah Shimshon in the previous uh, uh, paragraph about, about Klal Yisrael uh, purifying itself in front of Hashem, since we've mentioned that, name of Milsa. Let us say more about that statement. Disnan Hasam, because it was taught in the Mishnah over there, 
Ezu Dorash Rebelozer ben Azaria. Rebelozer ben Azaria interprets this Pasuk, Mikol Chatosechem, from all of your sins you will be purified. So Rebelozer ben Azaria says, Avero Shebein Adam Lamakam, sins that are between a person and Hashem, Yom Hakipurim Machaper. Yom Kippur can bring atonement, v'chule, etc. Omer Rebbe Akiva, Rebbe Akiva says, Ashrechem Yisrael, this is where, this is the quote that, from, that was brought previously, uh, the quote from Rebbe Akiva that was brought in the previous paragraph. Fortunate are you Yisrael, v'chule, etc. Umi metaheraschem, and who purifies you, etc. Shenemar, and then Rebbe Akiva brings a pasuk, v'zarakti, I have, uh, I have uh, pour, poured on you uh, purifying waters. Va'omer in another pasuk mikveh, Hashem is like a mikveh that Klai Yisrael purifies itself in. V'chule, etc. So that's all a, a quote, an ab- abbreviated quote from the Mishnah there. Yesh ledaktek, so the Zerah Shimshon says, since we brought up a little quote from that Mishnah, now we have several questions on that Mishnah. Yesh ledaktek, we have to analyze. Ma'kesher yesh bedivrei Rabbi Akiva al divrei Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. What's the connection between the words of uh, first of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah and then the words of Rabbi Akiva? There doesn't seem to be an obvious connection between their statements. The ode and, and another question, im kvar he mitarim, if Klal Yisrael is already tohor demashma me'atzmam, which implies that on Yom Kippur, Klal Yisrael purifies themselves, ech makam lomar, how does the Pasuk find a place to say, or, or excuse me, Rabbi Akiva, why does Rabbi Akiva say, who purifies you? Meaning, what does it mean that Rabbi Akiva brings psukim to talk about Hashem purifying Klal Yisrael when Rabbi Akiva already said, Ashrechem, fortunate you, B'nai Yisrael, that you purify yourselves on Yom Kippur. They're already purified through their own experience of Yom Kippur. So what does Rabbi Akiva mean when he refers to Klal Yisrael purifying themselves and then later and then brings psukim about Hashem purifying Klal Yisrael? V'lamu hevi rayos. And right at Rabbi Akiva bring two proofs from two different psukim. Why wasn't it sufficient? Why wouldn't it have been sufficient for him just to bring one of those two psukim, one of those two proofs, uh, and not both of them? So the second half of the piece uh, goes on, the Zerah Shimshon goes on to analyze that Mishnah very closely and to answer his three questions on the Mishnah. Uh, but that's uh, beyond our abilities for tonight. God willing, maybe at a different point, we'll do the second half of this piece. So uh, we've understand, as we look back now, we've recapped, uh, we've discussed and recapped the first half, and certainly uh, a bracha for all of us would be, Hashem should bless us to always be devoted to Avodah Hashem and studying Torah, connected to Hashem always, and completely uh, be connected. We should be connected to the front powers of Hashem and never Hashem in any way uh, stray into the, or be subjected or subjugated in any way to the uh, powers which are described as being Achore Hashem in the rear part of the Kedusha of Hashem. Yashukach for joining us uh, tonight and God willing we'll uh, study the Zerah Shimshon again uh, next week on next week's Parsha.